This is Daniel Brennan in the Bronx on the shores of East Chester Bay, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. So, I forgot my AirPods. I don't know how this sounds compared to when I have my AirPods. I'm going to assume that it doesn't sound as good, like right now I'm holding my phone up to my face like a phone. Uh, so, I, you know what? Actually, it probably sounds a lot like a phone call. So... I apologize for the audio quality. You all know that that's not what this usually sounds like, but uh, the show must go on. I'm in my hotel getting ready to leave for my conference, but before I do, I figured I would record an episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, let you guys know about all of the Nintendo news of the day. There's really not that much since yesterday, uh, but I also have a bunch of feedback from everyone uh, who has uh, reached out and emailed or tweeted at me, so we've got that too. Uh, with all of that being said, usually Switchcraft is brought to you live on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturdays. And you can tune in live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, obviously not today. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you want to leave a voicemail for the show, you can easily do that by heading to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Uh, it's early enough right now that the giveaway robot has not actually announced who the winner of this week's giveaway is. If you want more information on how to join the giveaways that we've been doing, uh, you can do so by, or you can get that information by heading to runjumpstomp.com slash giveaway. With all of that being said, let's let's talk Nintendo. One of my favorite games on the Nintendo Switch that I really didn't play enough of because it came out at a time when I, I just had too much to play, and it's definitely a game that I want to get back to, is Wargroove. Wargroove is the spiritual successor to um, oh God, Advance Wars. Advance Wars was this awesome series that was on the GBA as well as the DS. I didn't play it until the DS version came out, and then when the DS version came out, I ended up picking it up, not knowing anything about the series, and oh my god, it's so fun. It's a turn-based strategy, tactical kind of game where uh, you have like tanks and stuff, a lot like Fire Emblem, except that... The heroes, the commanders, the people with the personalities and stuff, they are not on the battlefield. The, um, the people that are on the battlefield are just, you know, soldiers and stuff like that. And it's got a wonderful art style, and I've always been a huge fan of it ever since I first discovered it back on the Nintendo DS. And Wargroove is pretty much like that, it's, uh, except that the commanders are on the battlefield now. Uh, but it's, it's a lot like Advance Wars in art style and gameplay mechanics. And the thing about Wargroove that makes it different from Advance Wars, <clears throat> because somebody might say, why don't you just play Advance Wars then? Uh, the thing that makes it different is that it's in like this fantasy setting and the different units have these different abilities that, uh, especially the commanders and stuff, that are just really cool. And there's a lot of strategy that can go into uh, whatever you do on the battlefield. It's a, it's a very, very fun game. And it came out at a really good price. I think it was $20. And it's a steal. I mean, not only 
it does it all it does it have its own campaign that is really good and very fun um and the writing is fun but it also has a full-fledged campaign designer built into the game so people can make their own stuff so you know people can share their stuff and essentially you can play this game forever because people can keep making stuff and that's something that i always liked but you know who makes the best stuff for it is obviously going to be Chucklefish. And Chucklefish just put out some free DLC. Uh, there's a new commander on the block, and that is Wolfar. Uh, here's the quote. It says, Wolfar is the chief of the largest and oldest outlaw clan in Arania. He stands enormously tall and uses his colossal strength to wield his weapon of choice, a massive stone hammer. It may seem a clumsy instrument, but years of training... Allow him to wield it with expert precision. He comes from a long line of pirates and thieves and uses his flexibility and adaptability to overcome opponents in battle. Though many are intimidated by his towering physique, Wolfgar's strong resolve, quick thinking, and clever problem-solving are often the reasons that his outlaw clans follow him. Wolfgar Groove? Oh, Wolfgar's Groove. Sorry, I, I read that wrong. So... I need to preface this with each commander has something called a groove, which uh, you build up your groove meter over time. I don't remember if it's called a groove meter, but you build up like this um, this groove over time, and then you can use it as a, a really cool ability that uh, has a long cooldown, basically, because then you have to build up your groove meter again. Uh, but it says here, Wolfgar's groove uses his hammer like a supercharged golf club. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, launching his target across the map, Dealing damage to both the target and any enemies they land near. With one fell swoop of the hammer, Wolf Wolfar, and I've been calling him Wolfgar because of uh, books that I used to read. So sorry about that. Wolfar uh, can launch ground units into the ocean and to immediately defeat them or swing at allies to reposition them during the battle. That sounds really awesome. I like the idea of this risk-reward system where... You know, I can smack one of my uh, allies um, back to have him land someplace uh, that's a little safer. And sure, they're going to take damage, but it might actually save them in the long run. I like that risk and reward system. Anyway, uh, that is coming out, and I just closed the tab so I don't know when. Is there a history tab on my iPad? I'm sure that there is, but I'm not going to look for it right now. Um that's coming out soon, and uh, I, I think that it's cool, and, and hopefully it brings people back into uh, Wargroove. Probably won't me, not right now, just because I've got so much to play, and and I've got more games that are coming down, down the pipe later on this year, so that's not going to be something that I'm going to end up playing right now. But it's definitely something that I will check out at some point in the future, maybe next uh, spring when things are a little threadbare again. All right, let's talk about... Overwatch. We talked about Overwatch uh, last episode. Uh, basically, Jeff Kaplan, the head cheese over at Overwatch, said that, uh, hey, you know, Nintendo, feel free to use any of our Overwatch characters in your game. Uh, in fact, we think that Tracer would be a really, really good fit. We think Doomfist would be a really good fit, but it's up to you. You can use our characters. Um, and I asked you all, which characters you thought were the best characters to bring to Smash from Overwatch. Now, I'm not going to uh, get to what you said right now, uh, but I am going to talk about Overwatch, and this is that 
Blizzard is, uh, you know what? I got to stop for a second. I got to go back just a little bit more uh, and talk about something else that I mentioned last episode. And that is um, that PlayStation is now saying that every game now has the option of allowing the developers to to do cross-play. So, you know, Nintendo people, PlayStation people, Xbox people, PC people all have the option to play together if the developer decides to do that. Up until now, PlayStation was getting in the way of that. So why am I bringing this up again? Well, I'm bringing it up again because Blizzard said that they are still exploring how to bring crossplay to Overwatch. Uh, here's the quote right here. This is in an interview. <clears throat> excuse me. With, I don't have a cough button, so let me just hold my phone away a sec. So Wes Yanagi told GameSpot, we are exploring how to bring crossplay to Overwatch, but they don't have anything to share at this time. And previously, uh, Blizzard's Matthew Holly told GameSpot, uh, he's the lead producer, uh, he, they told GameSpot, our focus really has just been on trying to get Overwatch on the Switch so that we can have new ways to play and welcome the Nintendo community into the Overwatch community. And what I, what I want to just point out to everybody, this idea where they're like, we're exploring how to do it, we don't have anything to share at this time. Blizzard is a company that will constantly deny that they're doing anything until they're ready to tell you that they're doing something. Case in point, Diablo. When Diablo was uh, coming to the Nintendo Switch, well, before it was coming to the Nintendo Switch, Diablo, the Diablo team had this cool Diablo nightlight that they had plugged into a wall and they, somebody reached over and flicked a switch and it turned on. And immediately everybody said, oh my God, Diablo 3 is coming to the Nintendo Switch. And of course there was a bunch of hype around it. And then Blizzard said, no, no, no. We're not, we're not bringing it to the Switch. And everybody was sad. And then eventually, when Blizzard was ready, they said, yes, Diablo is coming to the Switch. And everybody was happy again. And, it, and I bought the game again, and it's awesome, and you should too. It's really fantastic. But the thing that we have to remember is that cross-play doesn't happen on the Switch with Diablo. So even though Blizzard likes to deny things and then do them anyway, uh, the, the likelihood of this happening is pretty slim. Because if they were going to do it, they probably would have already done it with like the Xbox One Diablo and the Diablo on the Switch. Like They would have already allowed us to play with our friends on other platforms if they had plans on doing it. I'm not sure why Blizzard can't quite figure out how to make it work, but uh, it is a little frustrating. Another thing, honestly, the thing that I would want more than cross-play is cross-progression. I want the stuff... Listen, I've bought Overwatch multiple times. I bought it twice on PC, once for me, once for my son. I bought it twice on PlayStation, once for me, once for my son. So now I've already bought this damn game four times. They bring it out to the Switch, and my son has been asking me, can I get Overwatch on the Switch? And I keep telling him, sure, if you save your money. Uh, you're going to have to buy it yourself because I'm done buying Overwatch. That being said, <laughs> there's one thing that they could do to convince me to buy Overwatch again, and that would be to have not cross-play, 
Although it's not that I don't want cross-play, I just don't care about it as much. But cross-progression, so that the things that I've unlocked on my PC, the things that I've unlocked on my PlayStation, I also have unlocked on my Switch. And I know that it's just cosmetic stuff, but it's frustrating when you have things that you have unlocked, especially cool legendary skins that look really, really cool, that you then can't use on the other console. And there's really no good reason for this, especially because, like, my son just worked really hard. Well, worked really hard. He had to win nine games in a row or something crazy in order to unlock this really cool-looking Bastion skin where he looked like Legos. And my son would, like, he called me into the room. He's like, you got to see this. It's so cool. And he was right. It is super cool-looking. But (laughs) you also if he gets it on switch he's not going to have that unlocked because blizzard doesn't do cross progression at least they haven't yet everything that i unlocked in diablo my 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 characters in diablo that i had on pc they were not on my playstation 4 account i couldn't get those to link if when i bought uh, diablo again on the switch man i really want to play diablo again when i bought diablo again on the switch the stuff that I had, uh, on the characters that I unlocked on my PS4 were trapped on the PS4. They couldn't come over to the Switch version. And there's no real good reason why that is. There really isn't. When I went from Overwatch on the PC to Overwatch on the PS4, all of the skins that I have were locked on the PC and did not come to the PS4. So I don't anticipate that we're going to get any kind of cross-play with Overwatch. I don't anticipate that we're going to get any kind of cross-progression with Overwatch. And that is kind of a turnoff to me. Like, I'm not interested, I'm much less interested in giving them more money when that means that the, the stuff that I've already done gets regulated to someplace else. Because once I start playing on the Switch, I'm not likely to go back and play on the PlayStation. That is, of course, unless, unless... I have cross-progression. And then I'll just boot up what's more convenient, which most of the time will be the Switch. But when I'm sitting at my desk in in the nerd nest, that's going to be the PlayStation because it's going to look so much better. Anyway, I I just think think that, that Blizzard really should relook at that kind of thing. Uh, But that's okay. Let's move on. Uh, We're going to take a break. You're going to hear from a sponsor. And when we come back... It's going to be all about your feedback, so stick around. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Speaking of Overwatch, uh, before or during last episode, I said which Overwatch character 
would you like to see in Smash? And I got a bunch of people replied. I'm not going to read all of them, but uh, we'll start with Anthony Ragucci. They said that they want Diva as their... <laughs> it's funny. Twitter thought that D.VA was a link, so it like highlighted it in blue. It's, <laughs> it made me have to read it. So uh, Diva... Uh, Diva would be really cool. Ah, oh, man. I, like, would her ultimate be that her mech would explode and then she would be a lot less powerful? Like, that's one of the things about uh, the Overwatch characters and Smash is that they all play so differently. And I think that Diva, like, that is an amazing idea of how that particular character would play in Smash, a fighting game. Uh, almost like two characters in one. Uh, you know what it reminds me of a little bit is Joker, how over time he has to build up something. I can't remember what it is that he has to build up, but then when he does, he's joined by like this other thing. So I think that Diva would kind of be a lot like that. And uh, I imagine that she would play somewhat like um, Zero Suit Samus uh, until she got the the diva um the mech part and then she would play completely different and i think that up until up until thinking about this right now up until that i would not have considered diva to be an awesome character to be in the game but i completely changed my mind now just thinking about how that would play in smash i think that's a great idea scott moore said reinhardt give tanks a chance i think that reinhardt is an easy character to bring into the game. Uh, and his moveset would really lend itself well towards uh, playing uh, a character in a side-scrolling style fighting game. He would be he would drop like a rock off the side though. Like he, he has no verticality to him at all. And that's definitely something that is very important in Smash. So I think it would feel weird having uh, Reinhardt having big ups. You know what I mean? I don't know that that would really work. Um, but I, I I see what he's saying. Um, Philip Keating uh, says, let's drop the beat and sent me a gif of, um, oh my gosh, I don't know why I can't remember his name now. Lucio. Uh, send me a gif of Lucio. Lucio would be really cool as a very, very fast character. But he's also like a supporty character. Like he's super supporty. So bringing him into the game would kind of take away a lot of what he does unless you're playing on a team because he is essentially a healer. And I don't think that there's really a good place in Smash for healers, even though he's got a cool um, set of abilities. I also don't know how his wall riding would translate to smash as well like could he ride underneath the levels and come out on the other side i don't know uh anna claire says tracer of course tracer would be awesome uh nbz or i'm sorry nbz because he says nbz when he says his name uh he says i say tracer just because smash is all about icons of video games and she is the face of the game also her moveset could be really interesting and unlike anything else in smash and i i could not agree more like the ability for her to uh, warp back in time and uh, get real, like zip around the the level 
uh, adds a lot of high-risk, high-reward play. Like, she could accidentally warp off the edge of the stage and then die because of that. But then she could also uh, hit a button and rewind back in time after something big has happened. And I think that would change the whole game. Like, somebody could... Um, get you way off the edge to where you can't come back and then all you have to do is rewind and your character's back like that's pretty insane i'm not sure how that exactly would work uh tyler deaver says a diva as well and they spaced out the d.va so it wouldn't look like a link that's funny uh and then finally uh alex says moira it'd be nice to have some trans representation in a nintendo game chic doesn't count and i get what you're saying but moira is also a healer and so that means half of her abilities are useless because you can't really uh, you can't really heal in that game. All right, so thank you for the the uh, the ideas. I did see somebody say uh, Torbjorn, and I think that would be really cool. Is he could like leave little turrets around places to attack people and basically um, uh, harass people uh, while he's plinking away at them uh and they're distracted by these um by these turrets i think that that would be kind of cool as well uh adam lee tweeted at me he said at run jump stomp so i signed up for mario tart mario tart (laughs) mario kart tour gold pass with the intention of doing it for the two-week trial and then canceling before it charged me hopefully i would remember to cancel then i logged on to a different device same apple id and got this message and the message is your current device ID is different than the ID of the device used to purchase the gold pass. You cannot benefit, I'm sorry, you cannot receive the gold pass benefits. Okay, so, Nintendo, what in the hell is your problem, Nintendo? This is the same Apple ID. You should, it, like, if I buy your stupid $5, and I don't often say things are stupid, but this is like $5 a month for this game when I could I could I could buy Apple Arcade and have access to all of those games or I could subscribe to a, a tiny fraction of stuff in Mario Kart Tour. That's not a choice that anybody that I'm going to make. I don't I just don't see it. Apple Arcade is a much better choice. Uh, $5 a month is too expensive for this nonsense, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. You can disagree with me if you want. But if I'm going to spend the $5 a month to subscribe to your uh, Mario Kart Tour Gold Pass, then I absolutely should be able to play it on my phone as well as my iPad, and there shouldn't be any problem with that. It should just automatically follow me around. Nintendo cannot seem to get out of its own way when it comes to figuring out how accounts should work. We are in the age of the internet. Everybody has figured out how accounts should work except Nintendo. They just can't seem to get it right. And Nintendo is just dropping the ball on this. Uh, so then... Uh, Boomer asked me for my thoughts, and I replied with that that gif of the the fox laughing, and of course with uh, Reggie Fizame saying, "What's wrong with you?" Uh, Adam then came back, and they said, "I can't I can't fathom why you can't share a gold pass across Apple IDs except for greed. They just want to milk every little bit out of this out of this app. It's freaking ridiculous." So basically, what Nintendo is telling this guy is that you have to. 
you have to buy the Gold Pass twice if you want to play it on multiple devices. And that's just so very, very dumb. Um, oh, no, okay, I'm wrong about that because uh, Boomer tweeted at me again, and I did not see this one until just now. Let me like that. Uh, they said, looks like I can't buy it on this device too. I bet I could cancel on the iPad and start it here. This kind of move is lame, and I'm going to cancel the Gold Pass before the trial period is even over. Uh, So basically, they got a message. It says, already purchased on another device, or purchases are restricted by your device settings. So you can buy Gold Pass. They're not asking you to buy it twice, but they're only going to let you use it in one place. And that's just bad. That's not how it should work. It absolutely is not how it should work. All right, let's uh, go to emails. I got an email from Scott. Scott says, hey, Bill, I just wanted to say that I, I am, that I agree with you. They said after with you, but I think it's a typo. I uh, just wanted to say that I agree with you 200% about Mario Kart Tour and love your phrase, gamers are voting with their dollars against their own best interests. It's exactly the same with digital versus physical. Unfortunately, the future is bleak. Um, I will say this. I'm a digital guy, and I'm okay with digital. Uh, that really doesn't bother me, and I know that, that 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 is controversial, and a lot of people disagree with me on that, but I think I think digital is just fine um, because I'm still getting to play the game. Uh, so there's that. Anyway, they, they, they continue. They said, on a side note, I've been playing Hellblade lately. This game is definitely looks amazing on Switch, but then I got stuck... Uh, I'm sorry, but when I got stuck the other day, I made the mistake of looking up a playthrough on YouTube, and it gave me a hint. The playthrough was done on another platform, and now I'm left with graphics envy. As good as it is on the Switch, it is unbelievable elsewhere. I don't regret buying it on the Switch, and I'm still not going to ever buy an Xbox or PlayStation. Never say never. Um, But I recommend to users only watch playthroughs of other Switch users so that they don't have to torture themselves. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it. I, I, I'm okay with my, my stuff not looking the best, especially as somebody who played video games on a less-than-optimal computer for a very long time. It never bothered me, but that's just me. So um, make sure that you don't do that, Scott, all right? Uh, he then says, This led me to an interesting question, which might make good material for an episode, a poll for what realistic games people feel are the best looking on the Switch, ignoring things like frame rate, overall game quality, obviously Doom, Wolfenstein, and Hellblade. What else? By realistic, I mean to separate the cartoony, cel-shaded type things. Cheers. Uh, So that's a very good question. I'm not going to do a poll, but I'm going to ask that you guys get back to me and tell me, what are your favorite games that aren't featuring a hyper-stylized, cartoony um, style to them, art style, uh, where their art direction is not all about uh, bright colors and uh, dark lines and stuff like that, but things that are supposed to be realistic, uh, things that are supposed to look photorealistic, and I'm doing air quotes with one of my hands because my other hand is holding my phone. Um, And I'm, I'm curious... What are the games out there that you've played that are supposed to be photorealistic that look the best on the Switch? And Scott wants to know as well. So uh, if you guys could uh, let Scott and I know, then that would be awesome. Um, I think that that is it for today's uh, feedback. Thank you all for uh, sending me in your feedback. You are awesome. If you want to become a part of the community, you can do so by joining us over at runjumpstomp.com discord. 
You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp when I'm not trapped in a hotel and talking on my phone. You can get a hold of me through email, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Uh, Saturdays, I read your stuff on the show. Uh, you can also get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp and use that hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And if you want to support the show, first off, you're listening, so you're supporting. But if you want to support the show further, uh, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And once you do, there are a bunch of ways that you can uh, help support the show by going there. For instance, there is my Amazon affiliate link. You can use that to buy Nintendo eShop gift cards if you want to buy games digitally, and that supports the show. Um, You can sign up for a free month of Amazon Prime. You can subscribe to me on Twitch. You can buy stuff from my wife's Etsy shop. I have merch over there at runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. There's a bunch of ways that you can help us out. Uh, Usually at this point I tell you about the music that you're about to hear, but uh, there's no outro music because I'm on my phone and it's just too hard to do. Uh, I will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry about the audio quality. Stay awesome. Bye-bye.